thoughts and ideas expressed in this podcast are solely those of the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. I'm Mike Edenbeck. I'm Alex Corley. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. Of episode four <laughs> of Drunkards in History. <laughs> Alex, uh, tonight uh, we are uh, drinking still strawberry drinks of right. alcoholic beverages. So we don't need to go too much into that. As a, as a reminder, we will say... That beer that tastes like strawberries is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're drinking the uh, the Mad Tree Soul Drifter and the Abita, or how did you pronounce it? I think I Am- said Am- Abita. Abita. And the, the Abacus uh, Strawberry. Yeah. Uh, the Abita. Lager. Abita Brewing. It just flows when you say it that way. Abada Brewing. Abada. Abada Brewing. Tonight, buddy, uh, I have somebody really special for you. Yeah. He was born in 1869. (laughs) Giggity. In a small little town called Siberia. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know that. I'm talking about the infamous Greg the Drunk. Greg the Drunk. Greg the Drunk. You know who that is? No. Dude, you don't know who Greg the Drunk is? He was Russian. <laughs> oh, you might actually know him by Gregory Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the reason I say his name is Greg the Drunk and not Gregory Rasputin is because Rasputin is actually Russian for the drunk. Oh, I knew it. I <laughs> knew you were doing Rasputin. I thought he was older than that. No, man. It. You know what? I thought uh, he was older than that, too, because you think about he how he was part of the inner workings of the czar and when you think of the czar or the emperor of russia you would you think like back way back in the day but he was actually younger than babe ruth who we talked about last week yeah yeah so uh yeah he's born babe ruth was four years old already when rasputin was born that's so wild to think of it because i never think of i think of rasputin as old like old right you know yeah, like fucking Merlin. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> like he's the Russian version of Merlin from medieval days. Now, 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 now. All right. So all of the information that I'll be conveying to you, I acquired through post-lens premonition via intense meditation. <laughs> There is a massive list of false rumors, exaggerations, 
and uh, just outright lies that are made up about the guy. And I fully intend on adding to that list. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) All right. So, as I said, uh, Rasputin was born in 1869 in Pavlovsky, Siberia, which I pronounced that exceptionally well. Yeah. (laughs) You're killing it. Like, I'm like, man, dude, you speak Russian? Like, what is that? Uh, His dad was known for being uh, actually like hardly anything is known about his parents, really. Uh, His mom, especially, there's like zero information out there about Rasputin's mom other than when she was pregnant with Rasputin. uh, His dad was mad because he couldn't have vaginal intercourse with her because she was too like rounded out. So uh, she allowed him to have anal sex with her. So he's a butt baby. Uh, so apparently like a handyman happened to be walking past the house one day and said that he uh, witnessed uh, his dad, Rasputin's dad, having uh, anal intercourse with the mom. And they said, well, how did you know that it was anal intercourse? Because she was like nine months pregnant. And he said that he could tell because the way that a woman screams when she's having anal sex compared to vaginal sex. I mean, I don't know how much lube they had back then. So, yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I I totally believe this guy. Right. (laughs) So then he is born. Wait, wait. So she's already pregnant. Yeah. And they're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Cause they, they still, I mean, he's still got to get it. Okay. Uh, one, right. well, I got confused. I was, I thought you were saying like he got her pregnant that way. Like, yeah, that's, no, no, no. Okay. I was like, whoa. No, they had to resort to anal because, uh, cause she was too big for vaginal. Yeah. Her belly was getting in the way. Yeah. Which I don't like the logistics of that doesn't quite make sense to me. Yeah. Like, I feel like if you could get it from behind in the butt, you could probably get it from behind in the vagina as well. Probably. I think this guy was just like, hey, I've always wanted to try this. Right. Uh, (laughs) And I'm just going to say some shit and see if she believes me. Right. Uh, That's It it makes sense. It sounds more convincing in Russian. Uh, And also Rasputin was uh, one out of, I believe, eight or nine children that uh, they attempted to have. And he was the only that survived. All of the rest uh, did not make it past birth or child, early childhood. Damn. Which apparently was like super common in those times in Siberia. Yeah. And they like, like, it was so common, in fact, that they basically like didn't even think twice about it. Like the baby would die. They would literally just chop it up, throw it in the field for fertilizer and start fucking to make a new one. Damn. Like, I mean, totally just like, whatever. Next yeah. one. Let's try that. And then, uh, so the story goes that. A shooting star flew overhead the night of conception for Rasputin, right? Uh-huh. Yep. So they knew 
that whichever baby that they conceived on that night would be uh, somebody of greatness, <laughs> supposedly. That's yeah. the that's the story. And sure enough, uh, she ends up pregnant, and the baby lives. They name him Gregory, and apparently they were so poor uh, that they didn't even have a surname or a last name. Oh wow! Like for hundreds of years, his ancestry goes way back, and they all just always lived in Siberia, right? So he's just a native of Siberia, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So they so like Rasputin was a name like later given to him. Uh, and the drunk, and because when as he grew up, he uh became the town drunk. Nice, yeah. So that's basically just Russian for as eh, Greg the drunk over there. Oh, that's like how drunk do you got to be to be the town drunk in, in Russia, Siberia, in, in Siberia, Siberia. Where, where like where that, that's vodka all they drink. That's yeah. all they drink is that dirty, stinky vodka. Yeah, they're like vodka because we know it's clean. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but like they drink no. vodka like a champ. Even uh, the vodka wasn't clean. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, early in his childhood, Rasputin uh, had one friend and one friend only, and that was his cousin. And uh, one day they were out ice skating on this pond. Uh, they were playing a little game of pickup hockey. And. Uh, Rasputin was uh, was the Detroit uh, Red Wings, and his <laughs> cousin was the St. Louis Blues, yeah. and they really got after it. And uh, apparently, Rasputin high sticked, and the other kid was mad about it and stomped his foot. And when he did that, the ice broke, and they both fell into the ice. Okay, and barely made it out alive. Well, because they fell into the frozen ice. They both got pneumonia and the cousin did not make it. Damn. He, he died. And that was Rasputin's one and only friend. The only reason he had one and only friend was because he was a bedwetter, which kind of made him an outcast in a town of nothing but outcasts. Yeah. So, so his buddy, that's his cousin, dies in pneumonia He's still sick. I mean, he was really sick for a, a while. And uh, it was at the time while he was sick is when he first got his supernatural powers. And he learned how to speak horse languages. Oh, shit. Yes. So he became a sickly boy who was a horse whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> all right and apparently he could also tell just by looking at a person if they stole something and not only if they stole something but what exactly it was that they stole right mm -hmm. so one day this horse goes missing in the small town that they all live in right Yep, and he's telling everybody, like the leading up to this, that he can tell if people are stealing shit. <laughs> so, at like 
just out of amusement, they bring him into the courtroom or wherever the fuck I'm assuming courtroom. I don't know. They yeah. bring him in and they're like, Rasputin. Well, at this time he's still Gurney Gurney. Yeah. Where, where, uh, who stole the horse? And he points over and he's like, that man right there stole the horse. And his, like, people are like, ah, that, that guy didn't steal the horse. This kid's an idiot, right? And they like, tell his dad, like, take him home. Yeah. Like, he's, this kid's, he's going to die in 10 minutes, anyways. Well, a couple people were like, you know, what if this kid's on to something? Just, just for our own entertainment. Let's follow this guy home and see what happens, right? So they follow the guy home and they catch him trying to launder the horse. <laughs> He's trying to sell it off to somebody at the stolen horse. So he was right. He was right. That guy was the guy who stole the horse. So now he's famous. He's famous for, and everybody's like weirded out by him and doesn't want to even be near him or walk around him because they're like, shit, this guy can see what you're stealing. He knows that you're thief, And he like uh, made it publicly known later on in his life. Like I never stole as a child because I knew that other people were stealing. And I thought that everybody could see when other people were stealing. And I didn't want other people to see me steal. <laughs> so I did not steal. Yeah. That's a perfect uh, impression. Bill Clinton. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, uh, <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know what Bill I was going Bill Rasputin Clinton. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. So he uh, then ends up getting married. Well, he goes to... Uh, it, this in Siberia, everybody is like super religious, right? Yeah. And uh, so he goes to like this church festival thing where he meets at the age of 17, he meets a girl who's 20 years old. So the complete opposite of your guy, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. And she, and this is like quite, uh, quite a scandal in the town because at the age of 20 in Siberia at this time, you're a fucking old woman. Yeah. You are old. And like you start popping out babies at like 15. Yeah. You know? Like, like she, she's basically one of those women that like hit on, like becomes a teacher and hit on 15 year olds. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, yeah. So like at, at, by the age of 20, like nobody else even wanted her. You know, so yeah. she was all about this kid coming up to her like, hey, you're hot, you know? Yeah. And she's like, shit. All right. I'm down. So she marries him and they get they get married. She's 20. He's 17. They they tie it up. Okay? Nice. Yeah. And uh, for a little while, he tries to basically live a, a semi normal life. But he was like, basically like a goth kid. Uh, yeah. You know, and he had a real apprehension and hatred for uh, authority. And so anybody who had any kind of authority in his little town, he would like literally 
try to be the biggest fucking nuisance for that person hmm. that he could possibly be. Yeah. Yeah. So he would he would just ride around on his like horse buggy throughout town, uh, drunk off his ass, talking shit at people. <laughs> what? Hey motherfucker. And just I would just like causing a ruckus anywhere and everywhere he could just to start shit. He was a, st- a shit starter is what he was. Yeah. Later on, so time passes, right? At one point in time, he gets busted by his neighbor piece by piece stealing the neighbor's fence. <laughs> nice. Okay. And uh, when the neighbor comes out and catches him stealing the fence, which I don't know, like you worked on a farm. I'm really kind of confused as to like, what do you do with the pieces of fence when you steal them? And like, like (laughs) what? And where is he's like, is he like, is the fence like on that guy's property? And he's just like moving it like five feet over to his property and like re putting the fence in that's the part i was sitting when you said that i was like what the fuck's he still in the fence for like because if it's like the property line like wouldn't you be stealing like if he put the fence up but it's also like keeping shit from going somewhere else out of your yard aren't you kind of taking away your own fence too even though he paid for it um but you know to your chaos thing he's like the joker of uh of Russia, uh, oh. just starting shit. One hundred percent. At this point in time, dude, he is the Joker of this town. But uh, yeah, like now, if like a, I could see that, like, because you know, it also depends on the fence, man. Because back then, you know, I don't know if 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 it's wood, and it's like wood planks, or you know, I don't I I don't think there was barbed wire back then. I don't know if there was or wasn't, or like those Irish or Scottish rock walls, like what, like what kind of fence are we talking about? Like if it's, if it's wood, I could totally get it. Like, cause it's just giant wood planks on like, yeah, it was a wood fence. So I would say that's, uh, that's kind of why, uh, it, it just, you know, you're in Siberia, you probably, I don't know how much lumber there would be around, but even if you cut down a tree, you gotta, you know, take it to a mill or something. Someone to cut it up into boards. Um, Hi, I'm full of shit. 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 Hey guys, I'm full of shit. Hi, I'm full of shit. I'm full of shit. Hi, I'm full of shit. Hey y'all, I'm full of shit. So, I'm full of shit. Hello, I'm full of shit. I've got so much shit inside my ass right now, it's really bothering me. I'm full of shit. If you're constipated, grab yourself a generous helping of Asplosion Probiotic Greek Yogurt. For that creamy release, you not only need, but also want. He gets caught stealing the fence. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yes. And, uh... 
the guy who catches him stealing the fence decides to take a piece of the fence and beat the living shit out of him. Seems fair. Right. <laughs> and apparently that was a common practice in Siberia too. Like, uh, that's, that was your punishment. You get beaten within an inch of your life with the thing you tried to steal. Cause that's yeah. interesting. I like yeah, that. That's, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's wonder, Siberia for you. I wonder how the guy who stole the horse got, they just like had the horse kick him a bunch of times. Just kicked the shit out of him. Um, <laughs> This beating results in uh, Rasputin having a permanent bump in his head, uh. which a- after this, he would always wear his hair long to try and cover this bump. And then in later years, people would start rumors saying that he had that he was so evil that he had horns growing out of his head <laughs> in reference to this bump that was in the side of his head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at this point, he's pretty much uh, hit rock bottom. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, talks to his wife, and he's like, "Look, like, I need to do something." Like as I said before, like in Siberia, they're super religious, like Orthodox Catholics. He's like, "What I'm gonna do is, I'm gonna go take myself a pilgrimage." to St. Nicholas, the church. And this is like, I don't know, a couple hundred miles walk, right? Damn, okay. And he walks it. And it takes, you know, six months or some shit. Yeah, that didn't surprise me. Yeah. And he just walks the whole way and it's all a spiritual quest is what it is, right? Yeah. And, and it's him trying to get closer to God. And of course, this entire time, He's abstinent. He's not doing any drugs or alcohol. He's completely just him, and he's just high on nature. Okay. Yeah. And he he gets out there, and uh, he gets to the church finally, eventually. And uh, there's this priest there, and uh, the priest is one of those guys who. Uh, is one of those guys who like self mutilates, like the guy from the Da Vinci Code. Yes, like, yeah. yes, he's one of those type of dudes, right? Yeah. So he's like old school goth. He's right? devoted, right? So, <laughs> so Rasputin like starts talking to this guy, and he like basically looks up to this guy big time. And yeah. he thinks like he thinks he's the shit, right? So he starts <laughs> So he's, he's a goth kid that met a gothier kid than him. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh he like basically tutelages under this guy for a few months and then walks back to his town. Okay. And when he gets back. Uh, all the people of the town are like, wow, he's changed. He no longer wears a hat now. Uh, wow. And instead of being like the drunk asshole riding around on his horse cart yelling at everybody, now he's the sober asshole walking around yelling about God at everybody. <laughs> yeah. 
So just they w- traded in one asshole for another asshole, basically. Yeah. That's what he did. And he starts uh, trying to get in on ministries around the town. But like this entire like pilgrimage that he left and came back on, like he never washed himself or bathed or anything like that. So he was like the stinky guy in town, like the stinky uh and he was still still kind of a dick to people too at the same time <laughs> and like yelling about god so like when they when he would try and like he'd be like hey let me like preach in your church they would be like like no like get the fuck out of here dude yeah, like you know wash your ass come back right uh so he found this like offshoot of christianity in his town which uh, were called the spinsters, okay. and, what, and what the and what these people would do is they would <laughs> gather up and always underground. So it would be like in a in a basement or a cellar or a crypt, and they would dress in all white linen, and they would s- sing at the top of their lungs. Uh, made up songs that they made up nice some of it wouldn't even be actual words yeah and then they would they would do this for a while and then they would start whipping each other they would have these whips and they would as they're like singing they'd start whipping on each other and then they would start spinning and they would just like spin in circles and get whipped and whipped and whip each other and singing the whole time they're singing real loud and getting whipped and whipped and whipped, right? Until they build themselves up into this like massive frenzy. And then once they like at the peak of their frenzy, they all strip naked and fuck whoever's closest to them. <laughs> I know that's where that was going. I totally get it why this guy joined this one. He's like, this sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> and it didn't, yeah, it didn't matter, guy, girl, whatever. Whoever yeah. you were closest to when they when they cut the music, it's like a, it's like like musical chairs, right? Yeah. With whips and you know, and they're just like going in circles and whipping and whipping and then the music stops and then they just all just start banging whatever's in front of them they just start fucking right yeah man i mean we should bring it back uh (laughs) 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 the uh it's like snm meets uh like (laughs) like a swinger party Um, oh but with a purpose right (laughs) just imagine you're uh walking home from your job in Siberia walking your walking your mule back to your house right yep and it's it's dark it's like you know 11 o'clock at night it's all quiet and then at the house that you're walking by like from the basement you hear 20 people screaming getting whipped and then just start fucking each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, holy shit. And this is supposed to be a secretive thing, right? This is all supposed to be like on the DL, like a secret. This is like a secret society type of thing. Yeah. 
But like I said, it's freaking noisy. So people found out about it and rumors started. Rumors started getting off the chain to the point where uh, he, he started like not like people started like uh, really giving him shit about this the spinner yeah. spinster shit and he's like look like I'm he's like I'm not actually a spinster type of dude like that's not he's like I go to those things but I just go for the entertainment value like I don't he's like I don't believe in that stuff yeah <laughs> I just I just pre I just look at the articles I don't actually involve <laughs> myself uh, <laughs> All right. so at some point in time he's like alright Look, uh, I heard that the best place to go to like really better my religion is like at the top of the mount in Greece. That's where like the, the real shit is, right? Mm-hmm. So he tells his wife, I'm going to go on another pilgrimage to Greece. And he starts walking to Greece. This is a long ass fucking walk from Russia. No shit. From Siberia, dude. Right? And he like apparently would like spend days just standing in swamps with his arms out and just allowing like the bugs to just feed off of him for days at a time and then start walking again. And like the whole time he'd just be like spinning in circles out in the middle of the wilderness, just like battling demons and fucking just great, just dude, just crazy shit. The whole time, like reciting verses from the Bible and shit and just, ah, ah. yeah. Do you think if he lived in today's world, he wouldn't be in a mental hospital? Oh no, for sure. He would have his own TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like uh, fucking Olstein on TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he finally makes it to Greece, right? And he gets into this church and he's like, I just pilgrimaged here from Siberia, right? And he's just a fucking mess, right? Because he's been living in swamps and shit. And, uh, they're like, well, first get a fucking bath and they bathe him. And then uh, they explain to him that all the priests there at this church are all very openly gay. And they're like, so basically uh, what we're going to do is once you're clean, we're all going to take turns sucking your dick. Darn. That's your initiation. Yeah. And he's like, because apparently they saw him as he was bathing. Uh, Rasputin's got a hog on him. (laughs) Of course he does. Okay. All the the crazy ones do. This is a legendary. This is a legendary, like some historians put it at about 13 inches. No shit. Like I'm talking massive. So these, so these priests see this and they're like, oh, we're getting that. Yeah. Right. 
So they come on hard. They come on hard for Rasputin. And he actually, uh, as liberal as he was for his time, was not into it. And he's yeah. like, uh, I don't do dudes. Like, I'm not, like, I, I am not for this life. And just like beats feet out of there and walks all the way fuck back to Siberia. This whole time, walk there, walk back, two years. Damn. Two years. At this point in time, he's been married and he already has like three kids. And he just like up and left them to walk to Greece and back. <laughs> yeah. Why can't we do that now? Like, you just go, hey, I'm going to walk to California. Say, I'm going on a pro- pilgrimage. Yeah. I feel like people were more understanding of that shit. Like, do you think she was like, what the fuck are you doing? What about these kids? Like, you just going to leave me with them? Or was oh, she like, no, dude, she was 100% in on all of this. Like, she was full fledged in on Rasputin. Like, she was his number one bitch. Like, yeah. Like, whatever he said, she believed 1000%. Also, uh, I'm surprised they didn't go, hey, I know you're all a bunch of dudes, but if you give me a ride back, I'll let one of you all give me a HJ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he might have stole a horse. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Because, uh, like I said, he was a horse whisperer and he was pretty good at thievery, apparently. Yeah. So he, there's it, it a good chance he might have stole a horse. Yeah. On his way back. Uh, but so, anyways, he gets back and, uh, he starts in on his uh, healings around town. Okay. Yeah. And he decides that he's going to start healing people, women, with his cock. <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> I felt like he went to Greece for them to go, you've got a big hog. And they were like, or they were all like, you got a big hog. Goes really? I never thought of it. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start fucking right. Yeah. So and dude, he ran through that town, like the entire town. Every woman had like, I guess the word got around town that Greg the drunk uh, <laughs> had a big wang. Yeah. And they all, all of a sudden, had to be, you know, had to have exorcisms. <laughs> and which is what he was doing, was exercising the demons out of them. And he would take them. They had, a, they had an entire room set up just for this, a bed and all set up to where he would take the women in and just fuck the shit out of them. And the whole time. They're like screaming, like, I've been a bad girl. I've been a bad girl. And he's like, Yeah, you sinning, bitch. You're sinning. I'm getting that demon. Yeah. Oh, so bad. He's like, Yeah, tell me how bad you've been. Yeah. And then, and the wife is like, In the next room, just like, Oh, he's doing the Lord's work in there. He's doing the Lord's work. 
<laughs> we all have our pittance that we have to pay, and this yeah. is his. She knows what's up. She's a giver. She's like, hey, this is this is a this is a thirteen incher. I got to share the wealth, right? That's the uh, uh, she's doing the Lord's work, really. Right. <laughs> Part of me wonders, like, if she like was into that too. Was like that was one of her kinks. But she was like a voyeurist or something. Yeah. She's over there like in the like looking through the door keyhole, like sitting there peeping her eye through, like, oh yeah. Yeah, just like finger banging the shit out of herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, so he goes through the whole town, as I say. And uh he's like Basically, there's nothing left here for me. Like, I've exercised all the demons out of all these vaginas in this town. So he decides he's going to go to the big city. And he uh, shows up there. And all these aristocrats type of rich people are, like, kind of enamored by this, like, dude, because he's, like, straight up country okay like country accent like looks country has like a country slang to him and like all in russian right oh like Mm -hmm. this country slang like like they they're all used to like people there in the city being like very like obedient to them because they're all the upper echelons of whatever and he basically is the complete opposite of that he's like using like the russian word for y'all and shit you know yeah (laughs) and they but these these rich people fucking eat it up dude they're like this is the this is like what we've been looking for man like we (laughs) this is what and like especially the people in the churches and shit like the priests and shit they're like like this will bring us in uh, closer with the common folk around here because like um, at this time in Russia they the church was very much a part of the state okay oh, yeah so like it had the state has a bad reputation the church has a bad reputation yeah and the higher echelons of the church is all part of the higher echelons of the state and like basically it's like the rich have everything and the poor have absolutely nothing so like leading up to this point in history uh basically all of the poor people which was 99.999 percent of russia was like about to revolt on the fucking upper echelons and one of the ways that the church was going to try and hold that back a little bit was to try and get guys in uh who were of the people right and this and that's what they saw when they saw rasputin they're like this guy is just he's got dirty fingernails he like has this big weird beard and this this long dirty greasy hair and just like talks weird with his country weird accent like you know but he knows his he knows the bible you know yeah he knows his shit 
Yeah. So like they so they bring him in, and like dude, like dude has win after win after win when it comes to uh, his church shit, and I mean he's just like moving straight up the ranks like quick. And he, and not only is he in with like the church crowd, but he also gets in tight with like the occult people Mm. because he's still a gothic kid at heart, right? (laughs) Of course. Yeah. So, and he's always wearing all black and shit, which is why he got one of the nicknames was like the dark monk because he would wear all black all the time. Yeah. He was like the original fucking Johnny Cash, right? (laughs) So, so he gets in with these two sisters called uh, the Crow Sisters or the Black Pearls as some (laughs) was their nickname. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) The Black Pearl. Right. So, uh, and uh, these two were like basically the top dogs in, uh, in the city as far as like all the occult shit went okay nice now we got now i got to introduce to you the czar and the czarina nicholas and alexandra all right like the names okay there are the the czar and the czarina the basically emperor and empress of russia at this time all right and alexandra was big into the occult she was all about this shit she loved it she thought it was super cool so she uh had this french guy whose name was uh felipe and (laughs) (laughs) yeah and who was like he had magic hats like I, i think of harry potter right yeah and he, and he said like one of his magic hats would make him disappear and another magic hat would could he could hear anything within miles and like, like he had all these magic hats that he would wear and shit yeah and uh like people just ate ate it up like the crap that he would spew and he is just a big con arse is what it was and uh anyways like some shit got out about Felipe and was like uh basically Alexandria had to uh oh what it was I think was if I remember right was uh he got caught uh getting it on with a girl who was like 15 or something damn and it became like this big scandal and he basically got banished so as he was leaving like the last thing that he said to Alexandra was uh uh I will not be the last like you will find another man like me who will be with you till the end or some shit like that yeah and she's like ah whatever get out of here (laughs) so uh so meanwhile a rasputin is like hanging out with the two the black pearls the two crow sisters right yeah who were like the basically the top dogs in the occult in the city. Basically, they were like trying to use him to further themselves. Uh, but like at the same time, they didn't realize it, but actually he was using them 
to further himself so like they would be like oh yeah we've got this country dude back here like you know he says stuff and he was making predictions and shit that were coming true like crazy ass predictions yeah like at one point in time he walked into this fucking bar and there was like this duke or some shit in the bar and he's like you you over there <laughs> you watch out a girl named Derek is gonna stab you <laughs> Oh shit! And it happened, and then it happened. Yeah, like just crazy shit like that, right? Yeah. Or, or <laughs> those were just the rumors that his, the Crow sisters and other followers of his would spread. Ah, saying that. Did you hear about Rasputin calling this shit out like four weeks ago, and then it fucking came true? That's crazy <laughs> shit, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So they so historians really don't know if like it was legit shit that happened or if it was just them starting their own rumor just to kind of you know further themselves or whatever. Yeah. So anyways, at some point in time, uh Alexandra is looking for a new fucking dude, a new occult person to help her out because she's all into that shit and she needs she needs this in her life again. <laughs> of course. So uh her and Nick have a luncheon with the Crow sisters. And nice. they just happen to bring along Rasputin with them. All right. And this is supposed to be just like a hi hello like little short meeting little lunch type thing ends up lasting over three hours damn and uh apparently rasputin knows how to play a room (laughs) okay he's got another thing that i haven't mentioned yet but is uh, a historical fact is that rasputin had eyes that were like no other eyes ever known to mankind before him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Some people described his eyes as they would seduce you and terrify you at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. He just had like these super intense fucking eyes, dude. And he would like one of hit the things that he would do to people is like, like they would try and start shit with him or whatever. And he would just stare them down and just without blinking, just stare at them for like uncomfortably long amount of time. (laughs) Nice. And then they would be finally, they would just be like, all right, dude, fucking quit. Like, get away from me. And yeah, you're freaking just, me out, man. Yeah, and he'd just go, okay, and then walk away. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, anyways, they go to lunch, and uh, Nick and Alex fall in love with this guy. They're like, this dude is the shit. Like, yeah. all the shit. And like, he's like calling them like little mommy and daddy and shit. Like, and his like, fucking country slang and 
and they just love it because like nobody talks to them like this and this yeah. guy just comes out of nowhere and he's just like and it, and he's like super flamboyant too and just like throwing his arms around and wailing and blah 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 and saying all this crazy ass shit and they're like this dude is off the hook like we need this guy around so he becomes alexander's like new right hand cult guy and uh another way that he got really into the the czar and the and uh, the czarina nick and alex is uh they had a little boy who was going to be the heir okay named alexi alexi and Alexi was a, uh, what is it called when your blood is like too thin? Anemic? No, it starts with an H. I want to say a, a hemophiliac. A hemophiliac. Okay. Well, so you're, I, I was going to say a hermaphrodite, but that's not right. No. <laughs> Uh, hemophiliac I think is what it is and and basically what it is is your blood doesn't clot so if you get cut Mm. and you start bleeding like it's like you could just bleed to death yeah but the worst thing is if you get bruised then your internal bleeding bleeding doesn't stop and you bleed to death internally ooh which is extremely painful yeah so anyways this is what this kid had well, apparently Rasputin could cure the kid just by coming into his presence. <laughs> okay, sorry, I did not. Uh, I did not think that's what you were going to say. Uh, <laughs> coming into his presence, yeah, his presence. Mm-hmm. He would, he would, uh, just show like the kid would be hurt, like on the on death's doorstep and Rasputin would just walk into the room and throw his arms out and be like, you're healed. And the kid would be healed. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, he was literally healing this kid like that to the point where he didn't leave their side. Like a lot, lots of, lots of, t- of time he spent right there next to him. And uh, nobody understood why. So, like, rumors started flying around Russia. Like, who is this crazy-looking fool that is with these two, with, like, the king and queen all the time? He's, like, always next to him. Who is this motherfucker? And then uh, he's also, at the same time, going around town because he went from this tiny little town to this big, massive city of St. Petersburg he's in now fucking every fucking thing that walks dude everything that's every woman that's willing to put out he's getting it getting it and because of the power of position that he has now yeah he's getting a lot of it (laughs) good for him he is uh babe ruth and all around town (laughs) that's right because he's four years younger yes and just completely drowning himself in vodka. <laughs> it was to the yeah. No, it's not. Dude, I imagine when I think about Rasputin having sex, I imagine. <laughs> as, uh, we, as we all do. Christian Bale from the movie American Psycho 
when he's behind the prostitute staring at himself in the mirror. Yeah. Only only instead of flexing, Rasputin has like a bottle of like dirty vodka and he's just like soaked in sweat with like his long wet hair and he just like flips his hair back and like pours the vodka down and like lets it come out of his mouth through like his beard and yeah. like all over his beer gut and on all over the the girl underneath him and he's just like staring at himself through the like dirty mirror in the side of that's what that's what I picture when that's I picture exactly the way I it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh and also at this point in time now he's going back and forth to his old town in Siberia a bunch, right? Yeah. So because he's got like now he's getting all this money from the royal family so instead of like walking back like he used to do all this walking now he's like riding a train back like first class all the Moving way on up. oh yeah and yeah. he builds this massive house that's like four times bigger than any other house in the entire town of where, where he grew up this huge house that yeah. his wife and his kids live in and uh and then he like starts like throwing money all around town he like buys all the local stores and shit like <laughs> oh he's taking over yeah he's like doing like mc hammer did in compton after he made it big <laughs> yeah you know and then uh and then at the same time too like he's like trying to like hit up every girl back in his town that he didn't get a chance to before or that's finally like come of age <laughs> you know? yeah and like the whole same shit's going on they had he had like this whole big room set up in his house just for that you know at one point in time while he's back in siberia he gets a telegram from alexandria saying that uh alexi got hurt again and is like about to die and, oh, shit. and uh, Rasputin sends a telegram back saying, Alexi will be fine. Just keep the doctors away from him and he'll be all right. I say so. Yeah. And they read the telegram and the next day, Alexi's fine. Oh, all right, then. This guy had some kind of power over yeah. this kid. Like, I don't know what it was. I don't know what was going on. But he legit had some kind of power over the kids. No kidding. Yeah. Time passes. World War One begins. Okay. Ale- or, uh, Nick the King. King Nick. Yeah. <laughs> decides that uh, the millions literally like one and a half to two million people a year that are being killed russian people that are being killed in world war one is uh putting a little bit of a damper on uh the morality of the country i could see that (laughs) so so he like fires the head of the army and decides he's going to go to the front lines and take over, like take lead of the military, right? Yeah. And so he leaves his wife behind 
the only person he can fully trust to run the government while he's leading the military. Yeah. The problem is his wife listens to Rasputin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Neither one of these people have any kind of qualifications at all when it comes to running a country. Like zero. Yeah. She was like a total, like according to history, she's a total ditz, like didn't like was like was married for looks like didn't like she didn't have any wherewithal when it came to running a running a government. Yeah. Rasputin was a fucking psychopath who was (laughs) drunk constantly. I mean, constantly. He woke up and just started pounding vodka. That's what he did all day until he passed out. That was his life at this point in time. So they got these two running the government. (laughs) Sounds like it's going to be a winner. Uh, Shit fucked up. Okay. People started starving to death. They had massive food riots where police would like come to break up the food riots and then just join the riots because they were also starving. (laughs) Like, you know, like it was, it was really, really bad. And people started blaming Rasputin for all this. They're like, this motherfucker is in her ear the whole time. They, the rumors were going around that he was fucking the Tsarina, like, which, nobody has any proof of we don't think he actually was because she was totally devoted to king nick yeah and they were really in love but apparently like those were rumors that were going around and uh everybody just collectively hated this guy for real like like big time hated this guy yeah alexandra's niece's husband okay Okay. her niece's husband decides his name is uh prince felix (laughs) okay yeah prince felix and he was an extremely flamboyantly gay man all the way up until the time he married his wife and married into the royal family and was just like just like super fruity tooty type of guy like that type of personality yeah and he decided that he was going to be the hero of russia and he was going to murder rasputin oh okay yeah and he and and these people at this point like i said there was so much hatred going on in the in the country for rasputin that they literally would be very open about the fact that they were planning to kill this guy. Damn. Like they would just straight up, like he would be sitting in the restaurant at the table next to them. And they'd be like, yeah, how are you planning on killing Rasputin later today? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I will do this or do that. And he's like, Oh yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And then they just look over at him like, "Mm." <laughs> mm, you just wait. Yeah, and he's like, ah, fuck you. I'm drunk. <laughs> also, one of the times that when he was back in Siberia, he was leaving his house and walking towards town. And this 
woman approached him in a veil, wearing a veil over her face. And he thought that she was just like a beggar. So he reached in his pocket to pull out some change to give to her. And as he did that, she pulled out a 15-inch dagger and stabbed him in the gut. Damn. Just straight ripped his gut open. Yeah. And he starts screaming, like falls to the ground, starts screaming. And she jumps on top of him to try and stab him again. And in like pure Russian uh, society, like people just swarm her and like lift her up off of his body and start beating the shit out of her. Right. (laughs) And he like. He's like gets up off the ground, picks up a stick as they're like holding her and like smacks her across the face with the stick, right? <laughs> and, as, yeah. and like you bitch, you just fucking stabbed me. And then like when he did that, like her veil comes flying off and they see that she has no nose. Ooh. Yeah. Uh you can look up pictures of this woman. It's fucking gross looking. <laughs> okay. Right. So she had apparently uh, then rumors started going around town that uh, the reason she tried to stab him was because at one point in time, he exercised the demons out of her and gave her syphilis, which caused her nose to fall off. Oh, shit. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) But unfortunately that was just a rumor mm-hmm. and the real reason why she had no nose was because medicine back then in Siberia fucking sucked and she got a tiny little cut on her nose and went to put some like neosporin of that time on her nose to heal it and it actually caused a bigger infection and like her whole fucking nose fell off because of this medicine Damn. It's like ate the skin away from her nose. That's fucked up. No shit. <laughs> Check so, your medications, kids. Right. <laughs> so he's so he now he's living life through like with this. He spent like I think it was like 50 days or some shit in the hospital getting stitched up and <laughs> fixed up. And he uh, almost died several times while he was in the hospital. But he made it, got back to St. Petersburg and uh, would just really pound the vodka to try and uh, maintain this kind of, uh, it was basically like his painkiller was all the vodka he was drinking because of this gut stabbing, right? Of course, yeah. Right. Now we cut to the end of Rasputin. It is December 30th, 1916, and Prince Felix, Prince Fufu Felix, (laughs) invites Rasputin over to his house for a party. And before Rasputin gets there, they bake a bunch of little cakes, a little strawberry cakes, for him and wine they get wine for him all of it all the cakes all of the wine laced with cyanide oh shit Rasputin shows up they got music playing 
upstairs. And Prince Felix tells uh, Rasputin to go downstairs. And we've got food and wine set up down there. I'll be down there in a minute. He's like, okay. So he goes downstairs. Upstairs, playing, the music playing was Yankee Doodle Dandy. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it was. Probably just came out. Yeah, it actually was the number one hit in Billboard Records, right? At that point in time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that's not even, a, I, that's, I didn't even make that up. That's for real. Oh, for <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is the time frame I'm talking about, dude. It was yeah. not that long ago. I know. I was kind of joking, but not joking at the same time when yeah. I said that. So, Rasputin goes downstairs and, uh, starts drinking this wine right and uh felix waits about 10 minutes and then goes downstairs himself and he's figuring like rasputin's a drunk he must have immediately went for the wine which he did yeah and so he's probably fucking dead already by the time he's 10 minutes like you're dead right so he goes downstairs rasputin's lounged back in the chair just downing downing bottles of wine rasputin would go through 12 bottles of wine a day damn that was his average that's a lot yeah dude 12 bottles yeah 12 full bottles a day all right let's put it in perspective so one bottle is four glasses of wine yeah four times 12 yeah uh 48 yes 48 like that's like if you ever try to drink a gallon of water in a day no it is a chore that's what that would be (laughs) (laughs) like it would i don't know it just i don't know it'd just be kind of miserable man um i mean he's like uh like a chain smoker he's a chain drinker yeah just nonstop. just boom 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 right so, so Felix gets downstairs. Uh, Rasputin's just lounged back in his chair with his feet propped up on the table. Fucking about has this whole bottle of wine gone, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he looks over at him and says, "Hey, man, uh, you got any more wine? About this is about gone." <laughs> He's like, "Fuck me!" All right. So he grabs another bottle of wine that is also laced with cyanide. And Rasputin starts like eating the cakes too. And he's just eating the cakes, drinking the wine, like, fuck. Like, this is good stuff. He's like, when's the rest of the people going to get here? Yeah. <laughs> Felix is like, shit. Uh, I guess they're on their way. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, at some point, Felix is like, he's like just tripping out this whole time. Like, how the fuck is this guy not like, we put so much cyanide in this shit. Like he should be dead like five times over. Like how is it? So he's like mentally just flipping the fuck out. Right. Yeah. So he's got like five dudes that are like his co-conspirators that are like hiding upstairs. So he goes back upstairs and starts telling them like this motherfucker is down there. He done drank an entire bottle of wine, ate like all the cakes and he's not even faced man. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what do we do? Yeah. So the one guy gives him his gun. He's had like a small pistol. He's like, 
just go down there and shoot him. He's like, fuck, man. I didn't want to have to do that. I wanted to put because he's a fucking pussy. He's like, I wanted to poison him. Yeah. But I guess I'm going to have to fucking shoot him. So he goes back downstairs. According to this guy's own memoirs, uh, he gets back downstairs and Rasputin is like standing there, like staring at this like crystal cross that he has, like like hanging up on a wall or whatever. Yeah. And he's just like checking it out. And he's like, you know, uh, it's pretty fucking sacrilegious to have a cross made out of crystals, right? This, <laughs> it's like, it kind of goes against the religion, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and again, and uh, Felix is like, <sighs> I'm gonna have to shoot you. Yeah. And the guy turns around, <laughs> Rasputin turns around like, what? And he shoots him right in the side. And he's Ooh. like, apparently Rasputin like drops to the ground and it starts like flipping, like fidgeting back and forth and like going through convulsions and screaming at the same time. And then just stops and the whole time like Prince Felix is like curled up like in the corner of the room just watching him like freaking out I just imagine shaking like "Ah, ah." (laughs) like you know and finally Rasputin stops moving so Felix goes running upstairs and he tells the guys he's like all right I shot him I killed him so they have this whole plan where they're going to have one of their dudes, one of those guys dress up like Rasputin and they're going to like drive him back home to Rasputin's house and have that guy walk into Rasputin's house like like he came back like like he, he wasn't laying dead in this guy's Oh, I guess you. Right? Yeah. So so like they have like an alibi or like, well, he made it home from my house okay, you know. It wasn't me who killed him type of bullshit right so they get that whole thing set up they get to do dresses up they take him back to Rasputin's house then uh, they finally come back to Felix's house and Felix goes downstairs and they're going to like try and uh, chain up Rasputin's body and then throw him into the river like that's how they're going to plan on getting rid of his body right yeah so they get downstairs and uh Felix like grabs this chain and goes to like start to start to wrap it around Rasputin. And as he's doing it, Rasputin opens his eyes. Ooh. And looks up at Felix and starts growling like an evil dog or something. And like reaches <laughs> up and grabs Felix and throws him across the room. And then like struggles up to his feet the whole time. He's like growling and hissing at Felix. (laughs) Yeah. He probably couldn't do anything else. He's like, I've I've been stabbed. I've been shot. (laughs) And whatever you all put in this shit is fucking with me. Right. And so Felix like starts screaming like a little girl and goes running back upstairs to where all the other guys are. Rasputin goes the opposite direction, like out into the courtyard the whole time, screaming back at like the house, saying like, like, I'm going to tell Alexandria, <laughs> like, you are all, like, you're all going to be fucking hung for trying yeah. to kill me. Like, you know, he's like, I'm going to go tell mommy. I'm telling mommy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, so 
Felix gets upstairs. He tells him, he's like, it's a motherfucker still alive. He's still alive. <laughs> the one dude uh, grabs the gun, goes running out into the courtyard, shoots at Rasputin, misses, shoots again, hits him in the back. Rasputin falls. Then he comes walking over to Rasputin. Rasputin like kicks him over. He's like laying on his stomach. He like kicks him in the side and he rolls over and he looks up at him. And right as Rasputin's about to say something to him, he shoots him in the forehead. And Rasputin dies. Damn. Yes. And that is the end of the life of Rasputin. (laughs) Rasputin, the town drunk. So, uh, yeah, so then they try to get rid of his body in the river. They forget to chain him up because of the excitement. Yeah. Uh, they throw him into the river and he immediately is found, like within 10 minutes or some shit. <laughs> and they find out that it was like basically the guy, like, confesses almost immediately that he was the one that killed him. Yeah. And within two weeks, uh, the czar, the czarina, and all four of their children are brutally murdered and executed. Damn. And the revolution of Russia. And Lenin takes control. Damn. Yeah. That should happen quick. Dude, right off fucking way, man. Yeah. Like, no hesitation. That was the end of an era. Yeah. Fucking Rasputin done. Yep. As soon as he was gone, uh, there was like a quote that I read that they asked Alexandra, um, like basically when the first, when she first got word of Rasputin being murdered, her like reaction was like, she didn't even like, it didn't even phase her expressionally. And she just looked at the guy with like a straight face and was like, yeah, that was bound to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then, like I said, like within two weeks, the whole family's dead. Yeah, it's bound to happen. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Holy shit. What a wild fucking ride. Yeah, man. And uh, that is my drunkard in history. Here's a drink to Greg the Drunk. Gregory <laughs> Rasputin. Gregory. <sighs> All right, buddy. See, it just shows you you can do a lot if you got a lot of BDE. <laughs> <laughs> That's big uh, dick energy for everyone else out there. Yes. <laughs> yep. He had that in abundance. Yeah. And they say a lot of people say that they think that the cyanide didn't affect him because of the stab to the gut. Uh when he got stabbed to the in the gut, he his his stomach stopped producing uh stomach acid. And apparently the way that cyanide works is it it's a chemical reaction with your stomach acid, which is what makes it fatal. Oh, I thought you were going to say something crazy. Like, it all went to the tip of his dick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so like, 
so the fact that he didn't have any stomach acid, so there was no chemical reaction, so it basically was perfectly like harmless to him. Yeah, that's wild. That's it, that's interesting for sure. Like how that worked. Yeah, and it saved his life for a full twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or like, who knows how many times people tried to poison him with cyanide, leading up to that. Yeah, and right. It just never worked. What like? What about the one guy that did it? And he's like, "Damn, that shit is not where." Hey, check this shit out. Like, see this? It says cyanide. I put it in there. Nothing. Yeah. Tim, you try it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then Tim's dead. Well, yeah. yeah. Shit. Well, it see, I thought it was a good batch. Uh, All right. Damn it. I liked him. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. We got social media. We do. We got all the social medias. We got them on Facebook, Soberless Thoughts. We got them on Twitter at Think Soberless. And we also got on Instagram at Soberless Thoughts. Uh, don't forget, if you go out into the podcast verse to like, share, and comment on all podcasts related to Soberless Thoughts or where you can find your podcasting accoutrement at us. Uh, <laughs> So please like, share, and comment on all that. Uh, don't forget, you can also, we do have a, a web of a site at www at Soberless Thoughts. Actually, it's just www, Soberless Thoughts, G, uh, whatever, at .com. <laughs> Eat a dick. Um, and then uh, we also have YouTube now. So you can actually watch the live version of these. You can see us telling these stories, uncut, unfiltered, raw, dogging as it could be. Mm. Mm. like rasputin exercising <laughs> demons that's right exercising the demons ah well buddy when you're in the skillet you need to stay cheesy keep it greasy and flip on out yes sir